You know what the fuck this is. Mm-hmm. We're in spoiler zone now. Yeah, we're in spoiler zone. Um, yeah, this is a spoiler review episode of The Last Jedi. The greatest film of the year, motherfucker. Apparently the greatest film of the That's year. That's not apparently, it's objectively. You know, I'm, I'm still very pro Wind River, but you know, we, we'll discuss this next Seriously? week. Actually, I haven't seen Wind River, I can't comment. We'll discuss this next week. I know um, it ain't better than the shit I just saw. When we do the PNP uh, awards show. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, PMP Awards next week for oh, the final, like final episodes of the year. I like the idea of that. We should do it. Where we'll give our views on the best and the worst of 2017 mm. so far. I like that. But this is a Last Jedi spoiler episode, so let's mm. get into it. So, from the last episode, I said one of the main things I liked about it was the ambition of the of the film. It blows Star Wars into new territory that it could not have been blown into without jet propulsion. Okay, yeah. And one of the things about, like, in terms of ambition. And yeah, as you said about it blew into new territory. So th- you wouldn't, you weren't expecting fucking Finn and, T- uh, what's her name, Tico? Was it? Rose Tico. Rose, R- Rose Tico Rose. to be fucking riding around a casino on these giant horses, destroying shit. Yeah, I'd kind of seen the cover shoots from like, yeah. for, was oh, it man, like I, Empire or something? Yeah, I had, it, it, where honest, they had them paired together. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, yeah. but I, I, I didn't. I didn't leaked set for, uh, photos from last year as well. I didn't, I, I didn't expect that. It should be worth mentioning that I am fucking obsessed with this <laughs> shit, so I, I do follow that shit. Yeah, I, I, I mean, even though I thought that was actually a weaker moment in the film, I still loved it. I still loved the idea that Star Wars didn't have to, it didn't always just have to be on spaceships fl- mm. flying around. It could mm. be on the back of weird hybrid camels and I still enjoy it. But this is the moment I was comparing to Han and Leia being on the Falcon yeah. space like from Empire is that the only reason you don't view that as time wasting is that because it's from your childhood. Yeah. George Lucas said he wrote that bit with the slug as a joke and that when it premiered, everyone was like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's how people receive that at the time. Yeah. But I feel people are being maybe unfairly critical to the Canto Bite stuff because they haven't grown up with it. Mm. Your kid is going to love Canto Bite. Oh, God, yeah. Even I, as a planet, conceptually love it. I love the BB-8, Chuck, I know some of you hate it, but BB-8 using the coins as ammunition. Drunk, it, it, honestly, drunk little alien. The, the, that, to me, that was just really like, the, that was like the fun childish side of me mm. coming out of it, um, coming out, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like seeing BB-8 throw coins at someone and he mm. slip over and just like, yeah, that is, that is the fun side of Star Wars. I don't like, like how with. he's being geared to replace R2-D2 though. Like, let's ah. re- remove BB-8 from his pedestal <laughs> and put the OG back on. I like that there was more C-3PO, eh, yeah. but there was a lack of R2-D2. But when he did show up, he, he, he made me cry he was because he showed like essential. his fucking hologram. He's, he yeah. is, the R2-D2 is Star Wars. He is. You, in fact, if anything, you could say that A New Hope is literally, he is like the central character in The New Hope. Him like, and C-3PO, but it's yeah. designed that way because it's based on the Kurosawa film, Hidden Fortress, oh, where you okay. follow the plot from the perspective of these two beggars, basically. Oh. And George Lucas has said that, yes, yeah, C-3PO and R2-D2 are taken from that, where you follow this massive conflict from the perspective of the two most insignificant characters in the situation, oh, which they are. Oh, that, that is a really clever is, way of doing it. Yeah, mm. I was going to say, that, that is a really, He's a really fucking really genius. He just doesn't know how to write dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate sand. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but um, can we talk about Snoke? Oh yeah, we can talk about Snoke. Unfortunately, because this was ruined for me by Reddit the night before I saw this uh, film. Fucking Reddit. Uh, fucking Reddit. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm surprised you even actually bothered to go online. Understand? I habitually check the Star Wars leak subreddit, and I had a few bebs, so it was more muscle memory. But I just thought I'm going to bed today. Should I just check the Star Wars leaks page? First thing I see is Snoke's death scene. YouTube HD. I think, fuck, Jesus. well, I guess I know what happens. They'd already uploaded it. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible, isn't it? That they have no horrible. girlfriends. They haven't got anything to do on a Wednesday night, so why don't you spoil some people's I, I'm this still not sure if it was a good idea. 
Well, I'm I think it yeah. was a good idea, but I think it's a waste of a good character. Like, I hope in episode nine they develop his yes. story more, potentially bringing him back or just in some a, yeah, form. yeah. Because in a way. I actually felt that his character was handled ma- leaps and bounds above uh, the standard of the, his character in The Force Awakens. Yeah. Like, he genuinely felt like a villain. Like, when he was taunting Kylo Ren, he was like, take that ridiculous thing off your head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You thought, no, this guy's an arsehole. But, so when going into it, knowing that he was going to die, I saw Kylo Ren's, oh, sorry, Luke's lightsaber begin to spin. Yeah. And Kylo Ren had that cold-hearted bastard look on his face. I was like, no, do it, do it, do it. I was so fucking hyped for it because yeah. it feels good in the story. Yeah. I'm, and it was like your mouth, your jaw is on the fucking oh, floor yeah. when you see him hit the floor. Literally, like, the last just thing go- I expected was Snoke dying and oh, yeah. the way he did as well. Getting cut in mm. half by a lightsaber. And he's in the foreground as well. Exactly. He's yeah. not the main shot. And he doesn't just he's ignite it. Shot. He pulls it towards him so he doesn't just stab him. He slices him. Slices him. Like yeah. he, he wrecks that mm. dude. He like, he like Kylo wrecks him. I'm just Kylo wreck. Kylo wreck. <laughs> I'm just thinking if he has that those abilities with mm. the force he is definitely going to be able yeah. to come back in some way. I know oh, he is. He's, he's OP as fuck. Can we talk about Leia flying through space and why that's one of the greatest scenes that's ever yeah, been in Star Wars I'll, ever? I'll, I'll, I'll say why, why I found it cringeworthy and literally po- probably the worst part Slice of the film. Not, okay, not the worst part of the, the film, kitchen. but the film that made me just like raise my eyebrows and go, Jesus Christ, what am I watching here? Leia flying through the air like Superman. Fist out. No, not like Superman, like Princess Leia. Fucking... I was just like, what on earth is going on? Yeah, but on her pretty, do you know, because she was pulling herself towards the ship. Yeah, I know. It just looks so weird. It, okay, no, no, no. I, I'll tell you this. I beg to differ. I really like I it. thought that was one of the best parts of the film. But it's, here's the thing. That is a common, you know how we said it's quite a polarizing film. Yeah. That is a common criticism of it by people that didn't like it because oh. they feel that it was one step beyond. But I feel that considering that we met Princess Leia 40 years ago, that in the original trilogy, the last of which was made 35 years ago, we'd only been teased. Yes, she'd spoken to Luke. Yes, when the Death Star blew up, she felt that he wasn't on the Death Star. We'd only seen, like, glimpses of it. But when you actually finally, after all this time, fucking see her use the Force, she fucking survives being blown into space and pulling herself towards a fucking spaceship. You want to tell me that shit? You want to <laughs> tell me that's, like, not Star Wars? Yeah, I, I swear to God, I want to take a lightsaber from Toys R Us, because that's what I have. I was a 2000s baby. Go on the fucking subreddits. Go on all the YouTube comment section. Go to Dapo's house and just go... <laughs> slice you up like kebabs he's making sound effects now isn't he yeah man I think it was the first part of the plot that made you go oh fuck like what's going to happen next like mm. you knew going into seeing this film that they were going to have how it was going to have those moments yeah. but that was the first one where you went right so that's where they're starting where's it going to end yeah, yeah. and it's weird because this is actually something that leaked um, midway through 2016 before Carrie Fisher died was that Leia was going to be seriously injured in an attack on the Resistance base at the start of the film, and she was going to be out of action for a while. Even knowing that going into it, when there's that shot of her with the, like, the explosion, the explosion going on behind her, getting pulled into back. space, you I could... said out loud, I said, fuck, they did it. Yeah. Thinking that that was how they're going to write out and, Carrie and, Fisher. And, and you basically cried, didn't you? No, I cried when um, R2-D2 showed Luke the hologram. Yeah. That was the first time okay, I like, is it like I understand what you said earlier, right? I, mm. I do, but that's not, for me... I didn't dislike the film because of that. I, d- I don't dislike yeah, the film. Yeah. A lot of people say, oh, that was just really shit. Therefore, I like I dislike the film. Obviously, they're idiots. Mm. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I was mentioning earlier in, in the non-spoiler episode, I said something about the introduction of new characters. They did introduce another character, an mm. old character, one of our favorites from Star Wars, <sighs> that 
like it, it just brings a smile a smile to all of our faces, doesn't it? it? Does. When they brought Yoda back. I cried. That was fucking and beautiful. That, that was scene. fucking beautiful, wasn't it? Stop saying um, you cried. Just no, say, but I didn't. No, no, but, but I say, did. Say what? Like how many times you cried? I cried okay. <laughs> what number? Let's cry get this out of the way. I cried six times during this film. I cried. So where was this? What number was this? This was about four or five. Um, I also cried when I saw it the second time during the end Falcon fight on crate when they followed the Falcon into the like the crevices because yeah. I thought this is exact. This is just. This is like the fourth episode of the original trilogy. This is proper Star Wars. I cried when Yoda showed up. I cried when... What else did I cry at? I... Can we just describe yeah, to the listeners, when Toby came out of the cinema, he could, he literally could... He was speechless. Yeah, he like... Nothing, I didn't speak He'd, for he'd make minutes. eye contact with you, and his yeah. eyes would be like drowning in water, and he, you'd just be like... You enjoy it. <laughs> and he just wouldn't say anything. I didn't know what to say. It's a very overwhelming film. There's it, so much to take in. It was. I felt like I'd been... It was a bit like Dunkirk in a similar similar way that mm. I felt like I'd been beaten up watching it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. In a good way. There was a, a, lot, going on. There was a mm. lot going on and there was, there was just... Even now, I'm, I'm still remembering. I'm, I'm, I'm still like... Should we go back to Appreciating. Yoda? Yeah. Okay, let's yeah, talk about Yoda. Yoda. So let's talk about Yoda and how good he was at this. He was just perfect. There was one slight um, issue I oh, had. Oh, here we but go. But it wasn't, it wasn't a big issue. Oh, I ate Yoda. Right. He was so fat, just like Superman's arms. He was... In Justice League. They were fat in Justice League, <laughs> let's be honest. But um, apparently these, the Yoda puppet was made from the original moulds of the Stuart Freeborn puppet from Empire. Um, unfortunately, Yoda had a bit too much of an overbite in this <laughs> film. But then when I saw it, no, no, understand. When I saw it, I said to myself, Toby, remember, Yoda in the Phantom Menace also looks nothing like Yoda. They've done this before. CGI Yoda also looks wrong. They're always changing Yoda. Does so... Yoda need to get force braces then? Is that what you're saying? Ah, no, I just said that he looks a bit, he well, looked like he'd be eating a bit too many mince pies. Loving the dad Too many dog. force sausages. Too many force sausages. Can, sausages. Can we just I, not... You know when he nicks the sausage of R2D2 and Empire? Yeah, Maybe yeah. he just stole a fuckload from Luke and has been living as a force ghost. That's my eating point. Force sausages. That's my point. Mate, we need to make that anthology film. Yoda eating four sausages. He's uh, dieting. That could be their first the best drama. Bit of the Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. Him, him eating those sausages. <laughs> oh, fuck it out. That's the only um, time you see solid food in Star Wars and it's a sausage. <laughs> and Can it's you been imagine? eaten God, by a I, frog. Yeah, so Yoda, um, just, just being Yoda, mm. providing the wisdom, kind of setting Luke up for his inevitable. Yeah. Like, he, he kind of set Luke, Luke up to accept his death mm. at the end, which, yes, Luke dies in this film. Luke dies. And it is perfect. It is. It, it is works. fucking perfect. The difference between this and Han Solo is that with Han Solo, it was done in a very traumatic way, in a very heartbreaking way. That's his son stabbing him through the chest, and he falls into a bottomless pit in the core of a planet like Darth Maul. That's, no, fuck that. Luke Skywalker saved the day one last time looked out about, you know, towards the sunset like he was always doing as a kid. And I only saw this when I saw it the second time. I only really clocked onto this. He's got a look on his face that just filled with pride, full of acceptance, that he knows who he is. He fully accepts that he's the same dude that blew up the Death Star, that saved the galaxy 30 years ago. And he's content. And Dapper's getting a text. I am. Is it from and, Luke? And he just... It is. With that in mind, he just goes. Because that is Luke. But the fact that he finally was content with who he was and the fact that he accepted his legacy... Yeah. It's really, really it's full circle. Yeah. He's going to be back as a Force Ghost in nine. This, I don't well, know if that, even... That, that also was another element I loved. Him telling Ben... Sorry, Kylo, that he's not Ben now, is he? No, nah, he's Kylo never be Ben Solo is dead. Um, him telling Kylo that he's going to haunt him. That yeah. sounds fucking mega. 
Because he is, mm. isn't he? he like is. every fight Kylo's yeah. going to be in, every bit of like... Um, conflict. Conflict he's going to have... Luke, Luke is going to be there just yeah, like just kicking like, him in the fucking shins. Oh my God. I can't wait for that. Let's talk about Ray. How do how, how we find about, how do we find her portrayal today? Cause one of the biggest con- uh, criticisms I've seen is that she, she seemed like a completely different character from the Force Awakens. No, I think she was the same character. I think that, cause this is something I re- I was thinking about coming out of it the first <laughs> time was that in contrast to the Force Awakens, my fo- my favorite things with that one were the, um, were the new characters with this one it was more the old characters. And I almost feel that this kind of film is what Seven should have been. Seven should have been, you say bye to your childhood heroes, you say bye to all these other people, but you allow room for the new cast to grow. Because we forget that Rey has run off with the Jedi books, the ancient Jedi texts. She's on her way to starting the Jedi Order up again. The Je- Rey is the future of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. But the stuff on top of it with Luke and Leia and you know even Han Solo in the previous film might interest you more. They should have done that in the first film, had the big three reunite, and then allow space for them to move. Because in this film, Ray's story is intriguing, but it's less intriguing considering how intriguing Luke's story is, yeah. and Kylo Ren is, and Leia. You know, there are just, she has to compete with slightly more interesting story beats. Yeah. But then I fully expect her to turn up at the start of episode nine, like Luke and Jedi. And just turn up in a black fucking get-up, strangling people, and just being a complete bad bitch. I see, I, 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 I disagree with the whole idea that she wasn't as interesting in this one i thought apart from kylo she was probably one of the more interesting characters just just because it was nice seeing this this lady who in the first uh in the first film force awakens she was kind of this all-knowing practical like self-sufficient genius Mm. like scavenger whose only issue his only fault was that she didn't know her parents she did she like here she became a she became a nervous Mm. Like uh, indecisive, confused, you know, potentially like conflicted. I like individual. how isolated she is. Her exactly. and Finn only reunite at the very end of the film. And I love, fucking love that. Yeah, her. I love like she's I love, on her own for the entire film. I, I, I love, I love how they portray her as someone mm. who isn't as confident. Who's someone who, as soon as she meets Luke, and as soon as she's like has an experience with the dark side, she suddenly loses that. But that, it's, that it's, it's kind of ironic because she—that's when she's even more powerful than she was. Before. Exactly. Yeah. It just—it yeah. just opened. There's a lot to unpack here. There is a lot to unpack here. Okay, because Ray's character in the film was just so great. She was also a lot better at acting than this. Yeah, one. she was. Yes, like yeah. she's a bit wooden in the first. I've had loads of people say it, but, mm. but. I, I think well, you would be if you're if you're like the the, the face of the Force Awakens now. Like, like when that first you got came up out, your game, yeah. She she was the foot, and she even said herself she suffered mm. from like severe anxiety. She was yeah. she was considering quitting like mid um like while oh, she was on set. I just want to make her a cup of cocoa. And you know what I mean? I was, gonna, with I was just gonna be like, oh, oh Daisy. Yeah, and then at some point, you slip her a marriage ring and be like, yeah, we're getting married. So <laughs> as if she wouldn't notice. Um, <laughs> but no, she would, but she'd like it. Yeah, but but like. Obviously, it's opposite to Finn, who like nobody really knew what Finn was going to be about. Mm. So I think John Boyega had that kind of mm. confidence of yeah. fuck it. I'm like I'm like the wild card here. I can do whatever the fuck I want. In the spoiler free review, I mentioned that Finn's story in this one was less intriguing than it was in the Force Awakens. Because it was, but I felt that the peaks in this one were stronger. Yes. So, so his fight with Phasma. Oh my god! One of the greatest scenes oh in Star Wars my. ever. Okay, like for me personally, I thought I thought it should have went on longer. I thought, I, thought, I thought that fight would have been... The lightsaber been... fights as a whole in this new trilogy have been very short. Yeah. I don't know if that's in reaction to how the prequels were, but yeah. like Kylo Ren versus Rey and Finn was very short. 
Finn and Kylo Ren against the Praetorian Guards was very short. Luke and Kylo Ren's conversation was fairly short. I think, I think Kylo and Kylo and Ray against the Guards. I thought that was great. But it's still not in a in a ser- in a film where every other fight is also like a minute max, thirty seconds. I remember once upon a time where I liked to fight was the entire climax, mate. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Okay, well, um, yeah. So Finn and Finn against Phasma. What's the point in Phasma? Like she's, she's the first female villain in Star Wars. They could have done. She had so much potential. She's like a shit, and she's like after a shit Force Fett, Awakens, right? yeah, Boba Fett. She was like a shit Boba Fett. Although, actually. like Boba Fett, she dies before she reaches her full potential and dies in a. Okay, no, no, be, her death. That yeah. shot of her falling in the fire is pretty badass. Yeah, compared to that's how villains should die. Compared to Boba, yeah, compared but, to Boba, but yeah, I, for for me anyway. There's one thing I said before about the about the phrase that Finn said. So Phasma's dying, right? Phasma's, yeah. Phasma's got the fucking um, her helmet's, helmet, cracked. Her helmet's cracked, and she she looks up at him and goes, "You know, you'll always be scum." And what does he say? What does he fucking he looks, say? He looks down and goes, "Rebel scum," and, and she like, falls to her fucking death. I'm just like, she dies. Jesus Christ, that's how you die in Star Wars, mate. I have neighbors, man. Yeah, man. Uh, you don't have neighbors anymore. Yeah, it was it was glorious, wasn't it? It was that, that was a brilliant death. Trust me, man. And there was some good. I think Finn should get a lightsaber. Personally, I yeah. think he knows how to handle himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, anything else? Anything else you want to add to this? Um, porgs aren't as annoying as I thought. I like no. Chewie in a pork. That was quite. Funny. I like that some of them were puppets and some of them were CGI. That was quite interesting. Yeah. yeah. Was, um, also, yeah. Before we finish, let me quickly talk about Laura Dern. How I felt about Laura Dern. Admiral Holder. Admiral Holder. So at first, I thought she was going to be a villain. I thought she was going to be a. Uh, As did I. I thought she was going to be an undercover operative mm. from, from from the dark side, um, from Kylo Ren's people, but she wasn't. And she, she was, proves she, that with fucking flying colors. Yeah, yeah. She, flying silent colors. She oh, so beautiful. Flies through hyperspace right into the middle of a four of a first order. Are they well, the best shots story. of the film? Yeah. I, I'd say that was the best shot of the film. That was the one of the best sequence. Oh, that was, one, that was probably a better shot than anything in The Force Awakens either. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was, that was was glorious. Making a Star Destroyer, a Super Star Destroyer, look like a shard of glass yes. smashing. And before we finish, I want to quickly say, mention something about General Hutz. Hux. Hux. Those sideburns were on point. I, <laughs> he's, for me, he straddled the line between cringy and good. I disagree, but I want to know why because you think that. I think... Something about Donald Gleason's face. Yeah. <laughs> no, but 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 seriously, there's the something about the performance that was very, you know, kind of exaggerated. But that's what I like. But Hux. but it, but it wasn't, especially when he got hurt, especially when he got like yeah. beaten up. That it made it better in a way because like when Snoke fucking mm. drops. Yeah, him, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Poe's just playing with him like yeah. a bitch. And, and and you're just like, yeah, this is this guy who takes himself way too mm. seriously. Thinks he's like the fucking top dog. He needs, he needs to be brought down pegs constantly. But you see, I kind of miss the days when bad guys are bad guys. That's why I really like that first uh, Force Awakens Nazi speech. What I love about this one is that after seeing him and Kylo Ren have their little kind of tension throughout the two films, once Kylo Ren becomes supreme leader, yeah. he just spends the rest of the film making Hux his bitch. <laughs> There's a point where Hux tries to tell him to chill out in the eight, sort of new ATAT cockpit. And he just slams him into the fucking <laughs> well, wall. That was great. Like, that's how you put these people in their places, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking aristocrats. Yeah. Well, that is our uh, spoiler review. Done and dusted. I uh, hope you enjoyed. See you in two years. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. For the next one. Well, saying that, there's gonna, we, we might do a spoiler review for the solo film. 
Could I say something to uh, Daisy Ridley if oh, she's listening to this? God. Okay, here we go. Right, my number is, and that's all we have time for on plot lines and popcorn today. Uh, if you want to, if you want us to do more um, spoiler reviews on other films, let oh, us know. Toby looks genuinely quite fucking sad. hate you guys. We don't care. Go on, but of course, do it. Don't do Say it. Say your little message. No, you've stopped me now. I'm kind of shy. No, Toby, come on. Have no, a great week, on, everyone. Toby. Come on. Happy listening. Happy viewing. Last chance. Both. I hate you, especially Tom. Bye.